0: Uh, we are here on the classic floor, uh, just talking with everybody, uh, hearing some great stories. It was, it was awesome talking to the guys from Phoenix Boats, Gary Klaus just now, uh, hearing some old time stories. But with me now, we're gonna be talking about a story that, um, that a lot of people have, uh, a lot of people dream about, um, and is making it to the, to the world of professional fishing. And, um, I have with me Dean Salvester, from australia yes sir it's g- great to have you here today
1: thank you very much
0: you're from uh you're from australia where they have no bass
1: we have australian bass which are completely different right. basically to largemouth spotted bass mm. and smallmouth so. right
0: and you um you know and we have carl jacobson right yeah who also has come over from australia you know Living his dream, trying to make it to the top ranks. And uh yep. you've come over here as a qualifier uh, in the federation tournament. Yep. And they had a federation uh, or a national championship right here on Lake Hartwell.
1: Yep, in October.
0: In in, in October of 2017. Yep. And you smashed them up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it was... I qualified through our championship in the mm. BASS Nation in Australia Okay. and then got to fish in the Nation uh, Championship over here on Hartwell and uh, had to do new reels, new rods, new line, everything, and just try and work out how to target fish I've never seen before. <laughs> the, you, are
0: you telling the first time you fished for largemouth
1: bass was in the Divisional Tournament? Basically, yeah. I fished a couple of uh, golf course ponds with some Quantum guys before. Okay, wow.
0: (laughs) You know, talk about a challenge there. But uh, I know our namesake, uh, Ike and Ellie, um, he won the national championship on uh, the Arkansas River. And, um, you know, he was a federation guy. I was a federation guy. You know, we all came up through those ranks uh, trying to get to the nationals. And I, I never was able to qualify for it. But I, if I had, I had a lot of years of experience fishing for largemouth bass. So you had a tremendous amount to overcome yeah. here on this lake. And uh, when you did that,
1: uh, how did you do it, just generally speaking? I mean, what, what kind of patterns were you fishing in October? Well, I did a lot of, like, the difference with Australia and America is we can't really research our lakes. Mm-hmm. So there's not much information on the Internet apart from past tournament results and those sorts of things. But when you come over here, I can I could Google Hartwell, I could look at fall patterns, what should be happening. I found out it was a shad lake, which didn't mean a lot to me at the time, but you find out stuff like that. Um, And then, and you go
0: on Bass University TV and you learn all the various techniques. That is correct. As (laughs) as soon as I
1: actually qualified for the nation championship, I signed up for Bass U. So, um, is that true? Yep. Wow. So I I was just doing a shameless plug.
0: (laughs) I had no idea.
1: No, that is true. But what I did, what I did on there was look up. Once I found out the idea of like jerk baits was coming up a lot, mm-hmm. uh, spinner baits. Um, I think it had a lot about top water and stuff was coming up, so I went on and looked at a few of the things about what jerk baits to look for, how you guys fish jerk baits. I'm you There's stuff about like line choice and that sort of stuff as well. So. Right. Um, I only started bass fishing. Only bass fish about 10 years in Australia. And out of that 10, I probably only did it for about six as well. So I've sort of chased a lot of species throughout my whole life. So, um, so you I, were a fisherman. Yeah. So when I came over here, instead of, like, sort of panicking or whatever, I just thought, I've got to work out, you have to get your first bite. And then once you mm. got my first bite, I started doing each thing. And progressively, each day, I quickly worked out that the bass in this lake don't sit still. So <laughs> the fish love, ran on love day one. Love those blueback herring. Yeah. And... um. <laughs> I sort of cracked a... Uh, we had overcast cloudy days mm-hmm. for the first part the first part of our practice. Mm-hmm. So jerkbaits ended up being basically the best thing you could do in the tops of those trees. Fish are sitting in the tops of the trees in about 40 feet, and they were at about 20. But they'd come up to jerkbaits and um, catching heaps of fish. Tournament day rolls around, glassed out, sunny, what, still calm. What, it, they're not going to bite that anymore. No, could not get a bite on it. Um, I was fishing top topwater as well, catching a few, mm-hmm. and I got a few on that straight away. But they shut down on that really quick as well. And I sort of thought, well, back home, if it's if it's calm and still, the bait should be calm and still. So I just stuck with a big, I uh, had a 130 mil topwater, and I just worked it super slow. And they would just come out of nowhere. Just on a glass calm day, they just must. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a great, it's amazing that you were able to figure that out, because... Most people on a slick, calm, bluebird day wouldn't throw topwater, you know, but it's effective for smallmouth and uh, largemouth and spots, too. But when that water goes slick, even if it's in the middle of the day. Well,
1: well, it was was very foreign to me to to do that. And the size of the lure, like I fish at topwater about 60 mil is biggest, mm -hmm. whereas I was throwing 130 mil here. Well, so. we don't
0: know what we're from the states, so we don't know what mill means. But <laughs> I understand big and
1: little, <laughs> so I probably fished two inch stuff, and I was using a, a, a six inch lure. Now we got it. So yeah, <laughs>
0: Sorry. that's funny. We're, you guys are in the metric system over there. Yeah, that makes sense. I did. I yeah. can't say I really knew that for sure, but here you, you're coming over. Ha, tell tell me about that story. I mean, you you qualified over there. Now you got to get yourself over to the states and compete this tur- in this tournament. I mean, how does that work? Does your, um, does the Australia team, do they fund you to come over here? Do you got to
1: rally that money yourself, or how does that all work? So when we win the nation championship in Australia, they pay for us to fish the nation championship here. So the event at Hartwell was fully paid for, so that's covered. Excellent. But this year I want to fish two opens over here. Okay. Which I have to fund by myself. So okay. I'll be coming to fish Arkansas River because I heard it's probably one of the toughest. It can be. And then I thought I'll fish Champlain, because I'm hoping for smallmouth might play a little bit into my hand with stuff that I understand as far as electronics and that sort of stuff go. Okay. Then uh, the main reason for fishing those two is to get an understanding of how everything rolls and what to look out for, because 2019 I'm I'm coming over. Oh, right on. You're coming
0: over for good.
1: Yeah, so 2019 I've I've been saving money this year uh, End of this year, I'll probably sell my car and boat in Australia to help fund uh, coming up for 2019 full season. Full
0: season. This is this is you're going to just take it on. Yep. Going to be your your. Do
1: you have you set your goals? What, what are your goals? Um. Realistically, I just want to be able to be competitive in the opens to start with. I do a lot of stuff on social media and YouTube and that to help. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of I'm going to try and build that as much as I can as well. So I have stuff to offer to prospective sponsors and that. But sort of coming in Australia you're you're here and when I come over here I'm going to be pretty so I need to I need to prove that I can catch the fish so the main goal in 2019 is to prove to people that I can catch these fish and then hopefully by say 2020 I've got some sponsors to assist with following it on as well as um, funding it myself wow that's well it's exciting it's an exciting time it's a big chunk Uh,
0: man coming over to a new country um, to take this on. I know we've seen it. Carl Jacobson has done it. And, uh, you know, of course, we saw Takahiro do it. Yeah. Uh, coming over from Japan. Fortunately, you don't have the language, Barry. You talk funny, but <laughs> <laughs> we all understand you. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Some people look at you with blank looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did he just say? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that'll be, that'll be helpful, but it's, a, it, it's gotta be a very, very exciting time. And, uh, and I, I wish you really, the best of luck except on Champlain don't finish ahead of me <laughs> it, it, that should be the the first goal but uh, but do you, do you aspire to do the elites do you aspire to uh, you know make it to the Classic I, I I'm imagining that's yeah that's your course. end game
1: yeah so part of my problem is I've in the past three years I've come across for media events mm-hmm. and I'm involved with people like Kevin Gerald the Lee brothers yep. Hackney so they're the people that I've mingled with when I've come over so you see their side of it and they're pushing you as well to say well come on (laughs) right so yeah that's the end game obviously is to be able to fish for a living so if that is the elites yes so but at the moment i'm concentrating on learning the species sorting out visa those sorts of little hurdles first yep are you uh
0: you're planning do you have a two-year plan are you coming
1: over and well i sort of have two plans at the moment i I've got enough money to probably survive two years, starting in uh, 2019. but if I can find a job here this year, mm-hmm. then I'll move earlier so that that way I can sort, I'll have an income and I'll be able to sort out my visa and all the other side of things. right But that, the only there's two ways of that. That will help me on the staying in Australia uh, staying in America side of things. Got yep. to make it a little bit difficult to fish as much as I need to fish to understand the species because I'll have a job. So, but if I can get a job before the end of this year, then I'll try and come over and and go straight away. I
0: got you. Now, now refresh my memory, BTC. Yes. When we had a controversy on the water, was it with Carl Jacobson and Boyd Duckett? It was. So he has he had Boyd has a reputation of pulling in on guys from Australia. Are you uh? <laughs> Where's this just going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 have you had, how was that experience? Did you run into any problems on the water? And, in, in, you know, have you had any experience? Are you prepared for the fireworks that can happen over here and on the water with guys trying to pull in on you?
1: Well, one, one thing, especially in that nation championship, that I think I had in my advantage because guys are walking around, Do you know, that guy, he's like this. and, and yeah. I don't know anyone. So you don't. Maybe mm. when I make the elites, you'll have yeah. the intimidation side of it. Yeah, but yeah. at the moment, I don't know anyone. I don't need to know anyone as far as their skill level. That's good. So I'm not intimidated by them. Okay. And you're not worried about them. So all I have to worry about is the fish. Yep. So in the Asian Championship, I did have one guy come in on my area. But then they weren't catching fish, and I started catching fish, and so then they left. So that's, that's okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. So um, Usually it's the opposite. Yeah, exactly you know, I expected the opposite, too. Yeah,
0: we got the bent rod pattern, you know, when they see you catching them, they come right over. Yeah. But, um, well, do you have any, uh, you don't know,
1: it. do you have any idols? Are there any uh, fishermen that you think that you're like? Um, The more I listen to, like, Bass, you, and a few of the, the speaking and stuff from the guys, and, and hang out with Gerald and that, a lot of stuff that Gerald says, I, ha- I can relate to it in so many ways, it's yeah. sort of scary, yeah. but then even talking to Matt Lee on the media day, um, stuff that he does and says is exactly the way that I think, and so that's when you talk, to, the more you talk to those people the more reassuring it is that you're sort of yeah. going down the right path, mm-hmm. because it is scary to just ditch everything and, I mean I, ca- I can go back. Right. But it's um it's a lot to put out there
0: well it's, it's a dream and and a lot of guys listening to the show have that same dream and i know they're going to be watching you if they want to follow your progress uh you know watch this all unfold how, how do they go about doing that
1: i have basically every social media account i have uh twitter instagram facebook and, and youtube so it's just if you search dean sylvester on okay any of those you should find me oh uh,
0: awesome well, we'll all be watching. Uh, we'll be watching. I hope wishing you great success, except for Champlain. Except for Champlain, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have great
1: success. Just so, just one below. That's all. But if, I, um,
0: if I catch a full limit
1: in, it, in all of the events that i compete competing, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. That, well, that's that's that, the first go. That's a minimum goal, and uh, I get it. You know, to get you the confidence. Champlain, you're gonna love. It's full of fish. I've heard that. You know, it's got smallmouth and largemouth, and uh, we're gonna be fishing it at a time where the smallmouth are gonna be deep. So okay, your yep. experience with sonar is yep. going to be a real asset for that. Um, and you, you know, are, Bart, they, are they deep and biting? Or are they deep and hard to find that time of year? No, they're deep and well, they're always biting for whatever reason on Champlain. But can you win with those smallmouth yeah. that are deep and scattered? When, uh, what time of year? This question, August, August. Yep. So it'll be tricky. It'll be, tr- but you can find big, giant groups of smallmouth uh, that time of year in 20 to 50 feet of water. Um, but their smallmouth can also be caught that time of year in two feet of water. Yeah. You know, so they're they can be all over the water column. The the big uh, factor there will be largemouth versus smallmouth. A mi- is it a mixed bag that's going to win the tournament, which
1: often happens that time of year? Yep. But I have seen smallmouth win it that yeah. time of year. And I've seen largemouth on the results win it as well. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then they say from 20 to 60 is separated by two ounces. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah.
0: It's true. It, it is yeah. an ounces game there because everybody catches them. Yeah. Big. Here's a big uh, wild card at Champlain. <laughs> Rough water boating. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's big water, man. And when that wind blows out of the south, you come around Cumberland Head Point, you're going to be staring at 10-foot swells, white caps, and they let us go and fishing that stuff. Yeah. How much experience do you have with uh, being in that kind of water in a bass boat? This
1: is probably rough. <laughs> 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 no, we, um, it, our lakes are tiny. Like Hartwell, okay. Hartwell, when I fished there was a big eye up that you can drive so far. Yep. I got bored driving up Seneca and turned around and came back because that's how big the lake is. Right. A big run for me is probably, oh, when we fish rivers, you can run 40 to 50 minutes, but in lakes, you're only running 15 maximum.
0: Small. Most of the time, seven
1: yep. minutes, yeah. Well,
0: well, the big waves will challenge you. And, and yeah. To give you a piece of advice, get out on the, when the wind's blowing, get out there and drive in it. Uh, learn your way around it because, uh we're, you know we're gonna have to get there and come back and guaranteed. Not gonna see it on the Red River, but on Lake Champlain, the wind's gonna blow at least one day. Yep. And we'll see those four footers or bigger. And uh, the good the good part about it is the most of the boats that we're driving in these days are are well equipped for it. Uh, if it just slow down a little bit. A lot of guys drive too fast through it. They break their boat apart. They break themselves apart. Yeah. Um, but. But anyway, I wish you the best of luck, man. Hey, thanks so much. No, thank you. Uh, for Appreciate being with us, calm. man. I, I, it's good to get to know you a little bit. And, yep. uh, I'm a fan now, so I'm going to be following <laughs> you and pulling thank for you. you and wish you all the best. I hope everybody else follows along with Dean too and all the thank social you. media channels. Let's, let's see how he can do out on the Bassmaster Opens later on this year. So we'll be back in, uh, just a little bit. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff, a lot more guests. We're going to be talking, uh, some Bass University TV stuff. We're going to be diving in deep. With some X's and O's, learning all kinds of advanced techniques. Um, do we have a lineup that we can tell them just now, Briar, Or are we are we still putting it together? We're still putting it together. Okay. <laughs> but we are going to do a piece with. Uh, it's Otterbox happening so fast here. Yeah. Classic. I think we have we actually have a special guest we might throw at you real quick, Pete. Uh, no, we're not. We're, we'll get back to that. But okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we got up. a potential special guest. We're going to be talking with the folks at Otterbox. Uh, that we all need for our phones and our equipment. And a lot yeah. of great stuff coming here on Ike Live and Bass University Live. I'm Pete Kluzik Live from the Classic. We'll be right back.